0: So episode one, take one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's official. (laughs) Hi. How are you doing there, my friend? Much better now that we've like officially started this, this journey. Definitely, definitely,
0: definitely. I'm super pumped to be here recording our very first podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, just wanted to kick off like with some introductions. So here we are. Uh, I'm Amy Alexander and I'm sitting virtually with a dear friend and my co-podcast partner, <laughs> Denise mm-hmm. Ravatt. And as I just shared to record our very first podcast episode. Um, so I wanted to kind of jump in and tell a little bit about our story of how we met And then we will dive into our topic for today, which I think our listeners will really, really enjoy. Uh, So Denise and I met back in 2015 after we were picking up our mail from our neighborhood bank of mailboxes. So I still live in a like a row home community. And in the center, there is like a grouping of, you know, three banks of mailboxes where there's a key and you can walk out and get your and get your mail. Um, and there was another woman there one day. I didn't recognize her. They had just recently moved in. And after a pleasant exchange, we soon found ourselves and our kids frequently spending lots of time together. Uh, (laughs) Denise at the time we had met had a little girl, Ella, and I had a little boy, Caleb. They were super small, super cute. And they instantly loved each other. I mean, we even have a picture of them walking down the street, like holding hands, (laughs) it's it's adorable (laughs) i kind of feel like ella might have been in a costume i'm not 100 sure but it's probably back then (laughs) some princess costume but anyways they were so so cute now since we are i'm in the midwest in chicago and denise is out in orange county uh the kids haven't seen each other in some time but if they did they probably would take one look at each other and like sit at like opposite corners of any. <laughs> of
1: they, any were, they were so enamored with each other at four years old. I don't right. know about a 10. They've, they've now, you know, maturity is set in. But yes, yes. Um. Now it's like, you're a girl. I'm a boy. No, no, we can't talk to each other. So
0: <laughs> anywho. Um, so our families just instantly clicked. Even our hubbies. And you know, with men, this could be hard. Really, really enjoyed spending <laughs> time together. Um, and it definitely helped that we are both Aquariuses and love to chat totally, which <laughs> I think is one of the reasons that we decided to give this a whirl because we thought that
1: we were pretty funny. Just <laughs> That's such up. an Aquarius thing to think that we are also very entertaining, but hopefully people agree.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, and we like to chat. And, you know, as as we're talking now, we neither one of us can get our own words in edgewise, which is which is all good and typical for our conversation. Um, but fast forward with a move back to Orange County for Denise and a baby also for Denise and some job pivots for both of us, we decided that we could add a podcast to our busy lives. So in between PTA and hockey and other sports and our beauty regimens, you know, as well as our paid clients that we work with, we just wanted to, you know, throw another thing to the fire. So after months of planning and rescheduled meetings and missed deadlines and everything, we are here today and we're just diving in and hope for the best um is a goal actualized in in motion this is big this is really really big so um we have this episode and one other planned and hopefully we continue uh, to, to put these out on a regular regular basis thank you so much for joining us for another episode of midlife at the mailbox Over six years ago, during a chance meeting at our neighborhood mailbox, two strangers met and a new friendship blossomed into something bigger.
1: Although we no longer share a mailbox, we're closer than ever in real life. This chance meeting in our neighborhood mailbox inspired a friendship, a business relationship, and now a podcast. So come along. Let's listen in. (laughs) So, um... I'm going to dive in and tell you a little bit about me,
0: and then when I'm done, Denise will tell you a little bit about her, and then we will jump into our topic for today. So I am Amy. I am someone who connects small business owners with their optimal customer. Uh, In other words, I'm a marketing consultant. I focus on partnerships with small businesses to help owners drive the right traffic through their doors. Uh, For the past 20 years, I've supported retail, restaurants, construction, and various service businesses. With their social media email budgets online advertising old school advertising and just general overall marketing strategies uh when i'm not posting on instagram for my clients um or doing it for myself i am a hockey mom um, and a budding at home clean eating healthy eating chef i use air quotes when i say chef i do follow a lot of other people's recipes um but that's okay
1: uh
0: and <laughs> I want to introduce you to my friend Denise, and
1: she's going to tell you a little bit about what she does when we're not recording podcasts. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Denise. I'm the other half of the mailbox. I love Amy's intro because it's true. I mean, we, over the years, we've had so many um, uh deep, you know meaningful conversations that, you know, you don't always have with every friend, right? But her and I, like, so, you know, we're kind of both in a helping profession, just a little bit different fashion. And so, um, you know, we like talking about these topics, not everybody does. And so we thought this was just a great way to do it. So in essence, I'm a consultant, right? And I love to also work with professionals, um, teams, organizations, and I really want to help them, you know, with their career development and your commu- and communication strategies. Um, some, some say like my superpower is really to connect with people at any level. And that's why I'm connecting with all of you today via podcast, right? It's just a different medium. And I know we are, uh, podcasts are not new, but uh, I've recently become a podcast enthusiast and I like learning from them. I like listening to them. I like consuming them, right? It's just a different way. It's not something that I had done in the past. I know I'm a little late to the party, but here I am. Now I'm working as a, you know, as a creator. Um, I also love to help people communicate and coach them to build their career story and network. Um, It's not unnatural to me because like I said, I would love to connect. I'd love to communicate, love to talk. um, But I've, you know, uh, you know, now I guess I can add podcast creator to my story too, as of today. So it's exciting for me. Um, Most recently, I've been working as a consultant in private practice um, in a company I started called Denise for Bot Career Coaching. And it's been about... Eight months in the making, and I've been working with some really dynamic professionals. Um, Prior to that, I also was at Lee Hect Harrison, or as it's now known as LHH, as a career consultant. uh, I worked with individuals who are in career transition. So, um, these are companies who've displaced employees and and providing them with career development um, services. So, I did that, you know, really early in the pandemic, and. And it was just an amazing experience. I've spoken to over 400 individuals and it was pretty cool. Um, But prior to that in past life, I spent 15 years in communications. I did high tech communications, entertainment, marketing, and also PR. So... Uh, but I'm not consulting. I'm a wife and a mom of two little ones that live in Seal Beach and Uh We did do a 16-month stint in Chicago, which is how I met Amy. So the best thing I brought back was Amy and our friendship from the Chicago area. The cold weather wasn't for my family, but <laughs> but Amy and the Alexander family was. So I'm, ha- <laughs> I'm happy that that all happened. Um, in my free time, you know, in the post-COVID era, I still... Taking up online dance classes, I love that. It gets a lot of the energy, gives me a lot of fulfillment. I think we'll talk about that a little later in our podcast. Um, and I also nurturing a flock of plants. I'm actually looking out at them now. Uh, two years now, they've been kind of keeping me sane in this uh, crazy world these days. So that's a little bit about me. Awesome. And I
0: have the funniest story when they when, when I get that I can totally attest to with Denise and her family, and not liking the cold weather was. She her her parents came out to visit in October. Uh, I think it was for Ella's birthday. Mm-hmm. And her dad, like, I remember you telling me this whole story that he like went to REI and like mm-hmm. literally head to toe like outfitted himself in like all this cold weather gear. Like it was probably I don't know forty or fifty degrees in October at that point, but he like was ready
1: for the next snow apocalypse and. <laughs> Yes, we are California born and raised, but I, I will say meet the most kind-hearted and and really people that connect in the Midwest. And obviously I came back with a great friend in Amy and the Alexander family. So And us was, the same. It was not all uh, snowstorms and, and ice. <laughs> Today we're here to talk about a topic Amy's gonna usher it in because this is something that her and I've worked at, as I said, I'm a career coach. And so and Amy and I started kind of talking at a more formal level about a year ago, actually. Amy, I, I think that sets up really nicely what you are, what you're going to talk about today.
0: My husband and I and son, we decided that Chicago was very much on the big, big lockdowns, you know, across the U.S. because of COVID, and we opted to head to Tampa. And so we were down in Tampa for about three months. During that time, I was laid off from my sales director role. Really, at that point, looked back at my goals and what I was really hoping for and striving for since my son was very small and as I was kind of making some changes within my own life. And when I was laid off, Denise and I obviously continued our conversation and she kind of helped to focus me on me and building my brand and my story. And I think that that really resonates with our topic today, which is the pursuit of happiness, feeling fulfilled in your life, feeling happy in your life. Are you a little bit more, is it more vitality? Is it fulfillment? Is it happiness? What is happiness? And so we wanted to kind of dive in and, and discuss that a little bit about how how I kind of came about with this and how Denise resonates with this topic as well. As I, we've shared that we're both parents and in 2011, um, my son was born. I was working full time. I commuted downtown to, to Chicago. I was on the train early. Uh, I was home late. And I really felt like, I was missing out on a lot of my son's early life. And I was very, very unhappy. Um, But I didn't really recognize that the job that I was doing or being away from home was the thing that was upsetting me and making me feel so unhappy. Um, It really took some changes to my life and just kind of like my mental state to really realize like, hey, you know, like there's. There are some other things out there that would excite me and would allow me to really fill in the holes of the things that I was missing. Does that make
1: sense? Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, transitions like that and big life event changes, you know, for a lot of people cause them to like, you know, really reevaluate their position, right? What they're doing. And it's, you know, it's at least it's super common in the people I talk to professionals. It, it was just stood out Huge when COVID started and the pandemic yes. hit. And I had clients, you know, reevaluating their whole life, right? So you're not alone, and especially, you know, and it's very, very common to amongst new parents, especially working new parents, but both, right? Even parents have stayed at home and then they're like, why? <laughs> right, right.
0: Um, so I think one of the pieces is like, I, I, I did a quick definition. So happiness, um, I just, I took this off of Google. So happiness in psychology is a state of emotional well-being that a person experiences either in a narrow sense when good things happen or in a specific moment, or more broadly as a positive evaluation of one's life. So when I was, during my transition from my job that I had when I, you know, was on maternity leave and and Mm -hmm. moving forward, I decided that I wanted to start writing a blog. And so I titled my my blog, Life, Kids, and the Pursuit of Happiness. During this time, there was a lot of loss in my life. Um, It wasn't all happy. And I felt like a lot of what I was writing just really geared towards the negative, right? Just all like lots of sad feelings. um, And it wasn't happy. But I think one of the pieces that, you know, we want to kind of uncover and discuss is Happiness is something that is not static. There are always going to be ebbs and flows and is that something is it happiness or is it that I'm missing out on something like that I'm that I'm trying to feel a different way find another connection um, And so for me that ha- trying to feel trying to feel fulfilled in my life was okay, I knew that the job that I was in was not good. And I needed to make a change, right? So I set about how to make that happen. And I felt like if I was in a position that I can work from home, that I can be present in my son's life, if I can be more present for as a wife and as a mother, that that my life would be more happy, right? And mm-hmm. I started writing. And I started writing about my son and I started writing about friendships and just having conversations. And I think a lot of what we're talking about here was really present, you know, in 2016, when I set out to start my blog, right? These, these topics, these things that we talk about still every single day are, are still ever so present in our, in our life, right? So us, feeling that that desire to we weren't obviously being fulfilled by being at home during the pandemic we couldn't do the things that we used to do we couldn't move as fluidly right out in the world so we decided hey let's pick up let's let's change right let's change that story and let's be someplace that is warm is sunny you know, is that my, that, you know, our kids can be in school. Well, my kid could be in school that, you know, we didn't have to do two hours in the morning and, you know, the rest e-learning that we all could feel this sense of, you know, happiness or being fulfilled by, by that kind of day to day that we were doing and being in Florida really, really brought that out. Um, And I feel like it was really making us question where the best place for us would be and for our family. You know, we really felt like we were trying to have that power to influence ourselves,
1: right? You and, needed and to move your mailbox. You had a, needed- you moved, you moved that initial mailbox, but I did it first, forget <laughs> <laughs> Denise, <we laughs> needed
0: to warm up from Chicago. But it's that's so true is that we needed to move and kind of realize that we do have that power to influence ourselves and, and making those those connections and making and and kind of, you know, making the changes in, into our lives. And how do you do that? How do you how do you get to a place where you feel like you have that power to influence yourself, your sense of well being? How do you set those intentions for yourself? And, and to kind of back up a second is Was picking up and moving or was getting a new job and working from home and starting the blog and figuring out, you know, other parts of my life. Was that something that was
1: was that happiness? Was that was that a feeling of happiness or was it something else? Yeah, and I mean, we've talked about this, too, a little bit in the past. The idea of happiness, right? You named your blog about it, right? Um, your younger self um, was, was searching for that, quote, unquote, like happiness. And I think we've talked about, it, and I challenge you, like, is it happiness to really look? Is it, you know, possible to feel like when I think of happiness, right? I think about a night out with girlfriends or watching my daughter at a dance recital and getting that, you know, that warm and fuzzy, like happy feeling smile, like, you know, from ear to ear. And it's, you know, I don't know that that's, well, at least I'll speak for myself, not possible, you know, it's unexpected or it's just unattainable to be happy all the time. If you knew, if you were happy all the time, you would never know sadness, you'd never know happiness, right? But like, is it more feeling fulfilled, right? Feeling vital, feeling like you have a purpose and, and and is that more, is that more manageable? Is that more attainable than, you know, this, this idea of happiness? So, yeah, I mean, I think you're on the right path, right? I mean, maybe initially you thought it was happiness that you were searching for, but maybe it's that, you know, maybe it's fulfillment, maybe it's vitality, right? And I think we'll, we'll talk, I mean, I, I kind of uncovered that, you know, in a book I was reading recently called um, everyday vitality. I mean, I'll put it up. I do uh, It's by a, a Samantha Boardman. She's a doctor, uh positive psychology and you know Harvard Trained Psychiatrist. And I just love her book and all the things that she says in there. I, I highly recommend it. Um, and it's a, yeah. and it's and it's a new book, right? Like so she, yeah.
0: I've also started reading it. I have not finished it yet. Um, but it was written in 2021. So it's it very much resonates with the time we are we are at today. And I think one of the interesting pieces so far that I've read was was when she kind of talked about how. You know, you'll have to make a note if you if you'll have to like put up like an emoji or something like if you've ever gone through therapy, right? So I've gone through therapy. Yeah. Um, you know, working with I a have. therapist. <laughs> Denise has gone through therapy.
1: Working. Oh, you know,
0: more than I- <laughs> <laughs> men a couple times in my life. Yep. Um, and and you know, one of the things that I really noticed, especially during my last big bout when I was so unhappy or I was not feeling vital. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of put that out there Mm -hmm. is everything that I brought to the session was so negative, right? It was all of my negative energy. It was negative feelings. And, you know, I think it's interesting too, that she really, she went back to school, this author, this, this Dr. Boardman, she went back to school to figure out, wait a second, I just lost a client because she had the same thoughts that, as I'm bringing to the table right now that the entire session was just a bitch sesh, right? Like, it was just talking about the awful things that are going on in my life. When there, there's clearly every day is not just a whirlwind of negative. I woke up today and I felt great. Is there days that I wake up and I don't feel great? A hundred percent, right? So, we can't always feel happiness, but can we be more fulfilled can we have this vitality for life um i definitely think so and so i wanted to you know i wanted to put out to our listeners that you know we don't always have to feel like we're on this ferris wheel of starts and stops i think both Denise and I are guilty of this as well, that, you know, we're certainly not perfect, right? We've, we've, been talking, what? What? we've been talking, we'll, we'll tell our husbands that we're perfect 100%, but we know, right, that we've been, we've been putting out there for months that, you know, we, we, we set off in, in, in the spring and this, in, in, the, I'm sorry, the summer and the fall of last year to really give our, our individual businesses a go and a really good run. And do you know how many starts and stops probably monthly that we had and how many times we had set something up like okay we're going to we're going to do this and this by this and that we ended up getting to this and had to push it back or i mean forward you know like that we couldn't uh-huh. just we couldn't get it done so we're still in this cycle right we we are not perfect but we're really trying to work towards Feeling like we're not just on this Ferris wheel of starts and stops, right? Of thinking about our intentions of what it is that we want. That's going to give us that day-to-day happiness, right? That's going to give us that feeling of when we go out with our girlfriends or our spouse or our group of friends or being with our kids and, or with our families and our parents and feeling happy and joyful. Look, I went out Friday night with, with some girls. I, the last, you know, it's been months since I had seen them and really that we like sat and you know, we got there, at, 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 we got to the restaurant at 645. And the next thing we know, it's after 10. And one of the girls is like, Amy, is, is it time to go home? Because I drove, like, we need to get going. Like, I am, my eyes are closing here, not because we're not having fun, but she's also a busy working mom. And, you know, the same thing. So we had yeah. that
1: happiness and you feel really good after you- yeah absolutely I mean you'll get to that later in the book too when you read and she talks about uh, Dr. Boardman talks about that feeling of vitality and sometimes you know the urge to like maybe if you're doing a lot and you're feeling run down or burned out and burnout is a very hot topic on Instagram and the helping community right now just the last like two years have really I mean it's already been happening but like yeah, you know, last two years just intensified it, right? because our uh, most people's lives in the whole world not just the United States were turned upside down but going back to Dr. Boardman what she was talking about is that You know, sometimes even if you're like, you know, if you're tired or exhausted, a busy day, or you feel like burnt out, um, you know, burnt out, quote unquote. um, And, you know, maybe someone, you know, maybe someone had invited you to do something, right? But you thought, well, I'm not going to do that because I'd rather just sit home. And like rest, and you know, and and just watch TV or be on my phone and just not be out because that'll make me feel recharged. But what she shows in the research shows that actually, you know, that doesn't always always the case. Like if you're sick or whatever, yes, yeah, stay home. Physically sick, but like stay if, home. You, if you're just yeah, especially in the COVID area, stay home. But if if you're not, you're just kind of feeling just. in a funk or out of it or just tired. I mean, it's not always the best idea to just sit on that couch. And, um, that's the easiest, right? Yeah. Or or it's like a go-to, right. For some people thinking, well, I'm home. I'm not doing anything. I'm just on my phone. Right. But that actually being, you know, you know, being isolated can also, you know, for some people, especially extroverted people like you and I, like that can all almost be, we might feel less, uh, you know, we might feel not, you know, less, not as still tired, right? If we did that, because we get our, i Speak for me, I get my energy from other people. So me going out, I may wake up in the morning, I'm a little tired, but I'll feel more fulfilled and more, um, I physically might be tough, but I'll feel so much better than probably if I sat home and was on my phone on Instagram and LinkedIn for like an hour. Or I'm watching Netflix, Bridgerton season two or whatever it is. Right. So, um, and then if I would have gone out for two hours, spent some time with my girlfriends and really felt that like, oh, what I need, you know? Right. But That's what yeah. you need. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it might not be the same for introverts. And she talks about that, too. But she challenges the introverts, right? Like, you know, maybe not every night, but once every two weeks, do that. Like, take that invitation that you might not do or go do something that you enjoy. It doesn't even have to be like going out with girlfriends. It could be right. going out on a walk, like on the beach. Is that, you know, does that make you feel better than sitting on the couch on your phone on Instagram? Probably so. Right. So I think that that's a huge piece, right? So we've talked
0: about this is that both of us are clearly extrovert, right? We are, we are, that is, that is our personality. And I think one of the pieces that I've recognized in myself over the past two years is, some of those extroverted feelings, like I am okay being home. But then when I go out, I'm like, oh, I really miss being out. And I really miss being with my friends. And I think that energy, right, that energy that you spoke about, that you do get that from other people. So often, I feel like I'm also a person that if you know me in real life, I tend to be at least on the surface, like I have it all together, right? This is how I try to this is what this is the story that I try to tell people by by physically looking at me that I have my shit together that I have energy, you know, that I'm that I'm thriving. When inside that's not necessarily how I'm I'm operating, right? And I have a girlfriend that, you know, has said that to me. We've 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 been out and she's like, Amy, are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, like why? Why would you ask?" You know, because if I'm not this like bubbly, you know, outgoing person that's like drawing people in that there's something wrong, right? And it's not, but those are just some of my introverted feelings that I'm just like, you know what? I, I just don't have that energy in me today and that's okay, right? It's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm not happy. It doesn't mean that I'm not necessarily being fulfilled, but it just means like, hey, you know, I got to like, just, I'm here, I'm present, but I'm
1: not like totally, I'm not totally there, um, Self awareness is so important, right? And I mean, and that, I think a lot of times that comes with age, um, you know, experience, maturity, wisdom, whatever being, you want to call it, right? in our midlife, absolutely. But I mean, it's, it's so true, right? I mean, you know, knowing your limits, right? Even though you're extroverted, it doesn't mean you can't like want to sit home one night and watch Netflix, yeah. but like, um. But at the same time, like if you haven't done that in a while, like you had it, right? Didn't that put like a pep in your step? Like totally. I mean, I mean, even today, like I was excited coming driving here, like my house, um, to do this, (laughs) to do our virtual podcast. Yeah, Uh, coming here to do this because I feel like it's flow, right? And I, I get, you know, I get flow, career flow, and and satisfaction, fulfillment from expressing myself and hoping that it impacts others. It may not today, but I hope it will, right? And, And and so this is this is a flow for me. This is fulfillment. Um, so I, this, you know, I woke up of- today.
0: Right now, the the clouds have kind of settled in, but this morning when I woke up, I knew I had actually a really busy day today. I had a client meeting this morning. We obviously had our podcast recording this afternoon. But I, you know, it's a new month. There's we we had a death in our family last week. We were on vacation. There was just you know hockey. Honestly, like hockey, like takes over your life. And we had come off of um, our playoffs and just kind of coming, March was just insane. And, you know, we, we, we kept like, it was like diet, exercise, everything. Like I was really going, I, you know, we, pick, we picked up a Peloton in, in October mm-hmm. of last year. And from October through basically winter break, I had a 10-week streak that every single week I had done at least one ride on my bike. And then once the new year hit and we got back into town, I had that same 10-week streak. And then I got sick in March. And then, you know, my son is sick. And then we're traveling. And then this and that. And the whirlwind of life really kind of gets in. And that's something that, like, on a day-to-day brings me a ton of fulfillment. It takes everything in my power sometimes to get up and go work out and get on that bike. But once I'm off and once I'm done, I'm like, I am so, so happy that I did that. It's the same thing you were saying about getting out and going for a walk. So I challenge you all to really kind of set some intention of what, of, of what, of how you can really make your pursuit, Right mean something. So in setting our personal intentions, when you're setting these powerful intentions that you're creating within your specific state, your frame of mind that serves you, that serves your purpose, you're sending a message to the universe, to the world, to yourself, what you are looking for, what is, what are you bringing out? And I wanted to kind of challenge you with, with a couple of, a couple of ways to kind of set some intention to your day. Um, and so that you can kind of figure out what is going to make you happy, right? Day to day, what is going to bring you fulfillment? Um, and really kind of thinking about when was the last time that you thought about what you want, right? We are, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to make an assumption that many of the, the people that are listening to this podcast are probably women, um, potentially have children, um, maybe multiples, or maybe are at a stage of life where their children are grown and they 're out of the house, right, so I think about even like my mother, when was the last time that she thought about what she wants when was the, so I challenge you to think about what when was the last time that you thought about you? I think so often we are caught up in serving others before we 're serving ourselves, and I think one of the big pieces. Over the years, I have learned and definitely through the pandemic is if I am serving others and I'm not serving myself, then I am not feeling fulfilled and I am not feeling vital, right? Or And, and feeling that vitality. Because if I'm not feeling that, then I'm just going to want to sit and watch Netflix, right? I'm just going to want to watch I'm just going to want to binge Bridgerton or, you know, watch HBO Max and and just sit and watch Friends on rerun. Those those things right there. Those are the things that, you know, that's the introverted me, right? That anyways, so before I go off on too much, you know, um, promos of shows, (laughs) I think I want to leave you with with a couple of steps. So I want you to think about when was the last time you thought about something that you wanted that you wanted to obtain? It wasn't how you're going to get your kid from point A to point B. It's not about pleasing your husband. It's pleasing you. And what do you want to be? How do you wish to contribute what you're doing? Right? So an example, um, I learned that I have, I feel fulfilled in my personal life with self-care. And my self-care can be making sure that my hair is dry. I have curly hair, but I feel better when my hair is straight. I've been straightening it since I was 12 years old. And that makes me feel better um, when I get my nails done or I'm getting my hair done or I'm you know, getting a facial or a massage. Those are things, and I know that they're like surface, but those are things that really help me to kind of unwind and allow me to be the best person that I can be going out for a walk, um, and working out. So
1: I think the things, Amy, how did you get to that? If our listeners are like, Oh, I'm, I'm super busy. Like I don't even spend time to think about myself like that. Like, what did you, how did you come to those realizations about self-care and and helping others and things like that? Yeah, great question. So I think it's really trying to figure out what is
0: one small thing in your life? I'm working with a nutrition coach right now and we all wanna lose 50 pounds, right? Like I would say that, yep, I wanna, I wanna do it, but it's really hard to lose 50 pounds, right? But what are the small things, small changes, the little pebbles that you can do every day to reach this more ultimate goal, right? So is it carving out 20 minutes a day to read, right? Some people might be challenged because they just wanna be able to pick up a book. And I think that that's a huge challenge. I have like 10 books sitting on my nightstand right now, all like midway through because I have really good intentions, (laughs) but time, right? By the end of the day, I'm so tired from just the whirlwind but I think it's figuring out ways to, as, I've, as we've shared, like I'm not perfect, but it's waking up and I'm going to say to myself, you know what, it is a goal of mine to get on this bike. Even if it's 20 minutes, I am getting on this bike and doing it, right? It's, it's, I think that is the hardest piece is taking that first step to doing it. And so it's setting that intention of, okay, I am going to set aside five minutes 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever time that you think that you can do for yourself, even if you're, if, if, if you are a parent or a mom or a person that is driving to the office, you know, and you're saying to yourself, hey, I'd really like to listen to this podcast. That's your intention. It's, I'm going to shut my phone off. I'm not going to answer. And I'm going to listen to this 30 minute podcast because that's going to bring me fulfillment and happiness during this small, time that I am sitting in traffic and I'm going to work. Right. Absolutely. So I challenge my art. I challenged our listeners with, when was the last time you thought about something that you want? What do you want to be? Who do you want to be? What do you wish to contribute or have done? Um, and then, and write it down. Once you have your intentions set, write it down tell your mother, tell your father, tell your best friend, put it in your phone, set up a weekly reminder, you know, however it is that you are going to be able to figure out a way to hold yourself accountable. Find that accountability buddy, right? So Denise and I, that's a perfect example of finding Mm -hmm. that accountability buddy, right? Is we're going to work on this podcast and each week we're going to set up, we're going to meet on Mondays and we're going to carve out this time and we're going to do it we would li- we'd be lying to if we said that there were times that we did not reschedule right even today course, when yeah. we were trying to get our recording in i was running late from my meeting denise was at an appointment as well we were both running late and we just needed like 15 minutes to decompress to get ourselves together before we jumped on to do this recording. So Denise and I are very good in terms of accountability buddies, right? Maybe we're pushing things back, but we are holding ourselves accountable to getting it done. Um, So document your journey and then make your intentions adjustable and attainable. So don't set something like, don't say I'm going to lose 50 pounds by June, right? Say I'm going to lose 5 pounds by June because that's something that's more attainable than 50 pounds by June, right? That would be mm-hmm. seriously unhealthy, but two pounds a month, three pounds a month, it's definitely doable, because you're on
1: the path, you're on On the the path, yeah, I mean, I think I saw something like on Instagram this week, last weekend about like, you know, about veganism, right, and like, you know, maybe the goal is not to be like, you know, completely strike animal and dairy products all from, you know, your diet, maybe it's like, just slowly eliminate animal products and dairy products if that's your goal, right, and maybe keep some in there, and mostly plant-based, right, and and so, you know, it's perfectionism is killing, this is what killing veganism, really, right? I mean, but I think that could be a metaphor for a lot of things, right? Um, you know, just because you're not losing what you think you should lose, you know, each week, but you're on a gradual journey of loss. I mean, that's a win, right? That's um, a win. That's a win,
0: right? I mean, so. I mean, the, the nutritionist that I'm working with, one of the things that she suggested to me was, she asked me in one of our first meetings, how am I cooking? I, like I said, I do a lot of cooking at home, and I... I was kind of following like a whole 30 kind of paleo diet. And so it's like more high fat, you know, and she was asking me how I'm cooking. And I said, you know, I use oil and she's like, do you measure your oil? I'm like, no, I really just kind of, I'm a chef. I just eyeball who measures. She's like, well, one of the things that you can do is that you're, you're taking on so many calories just from the oil. Like you literally haven't even eaten. And she's like, you're taking on so many calories from the oil or the butter that you are using To cook your food and I was like mind blown from this I'm like worth your session fee you know just in this like little little tip and so I switched instantly to the sprays right there you don't just have to do the pam anymore that's Mm -hmm. like condensed you know whatever but you can actually get like avocado oil and you can get ghee and you can get all of these items that are in these bottles that are just like pressure and 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 you could spray and that like cuts the calories and it was just like the most like sensible, like I don't maybe sensible is not the right word, but just like what Practical. a thought. Practical. Practical.
1: What a thought. Like if you just, small change. Yes, it's it's small, small, change. small change. And so small changes is, can make big impacts along the way. Exactly. Right. If like they're done right. So I think yep. that's what you're saying too about, you know, like daily habits and things like that. So exactly. Exactly. Um, so um we don't we would love to continue to have this
0: conversation and we'd love to continue to correspond with you. So, you know, in our, in our social feeds, please, please, you know, comment, let us know what you thought about this topic, how you pursue happiness. Do you feel like it's, you know, happiness versus being fulfilled, feeling, feeling, you know, that feeling of vitality in your day? How are you going to make some changes in your life, you know, to set some intentions on, you know, how you can be reaching some little milestones, you know, in your life? You know, we, we, we want to continue the conversation with you.
1: So definitely comment on you know, within, within our social media platforms. And uh, I highly recommend walking away to just this fulfillment uh, is uh, everyday vitality by Dr. Samantha Boardman. Great read. Um, Great read. Uh, Check that out. If you're, if you're really, if some of these topics resonate with you, she goes into it and she has research data and all sorts of cool things. So shout out to Samantha, Dr. Boardman. She's awesome.
0: (laughs) If you want to chat with Denise or I about the podcast marketing or career coaching services, Connect with us. We're constantly checking our DMs, our emails. um, And so any way that you can reach out, we would love to chat with you.
1: And if you like what you're hearing on Midlife at the Mailbox, please scroll, please, please scroll down on the podcast app and leave us a review and a five-star rating. Share our (laughs) show with a friend too. We've had so much fun producing and editing our show. As always, check our show notes for any links and free downloads. And please join our community on Instagram or Facebook at Midlife at the Mailbox. See you at you at the Mailbox. Bye. Bye.